Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You tuned in to the Viewers Anonymous podcast, where we give our takes and reviews of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Man, can't call it, man. Just trying to trying to figure out why people are trying to underestimate me, man. Hey, you know man. I mean? It be like that. Man, so there's this thing. I follow uh, the Black Adam Schefter, right? Oh, on, yeah, uh, yeah. On Facebook. You know, they, they be posting a whole bunch of shit, right? Yeah. So they be posting these things about, like, Guess who this player is, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, went to South Carolina, drafted by Minnesota Vikings, finished his career in Seattle. I'm like, boom, I know exactly who that is. So I'm like, yo, that's sitting the rice. I was like, I played against him in high school. Yeah. So the dude going to come at white dude, talking about, yeah, he my cousin. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how that go, man. You, hey. you gotta let you gotta let some people live. Them like it, it's people like that. They whole life depends on getting online and saying something to somebody so they can have some type of interaction because they really don't be talk about <laughs> shit. Hey, I told that motherfucker. I said, man. I said, look it up. I said, girl. How? I said, I went to girl high school. He went to Gaffney High School. I was like, we played mm-hmm. him. In, I said, I played him in football and basketball. Oh two, oh three. Well, but yeah, man. It's just like it, it's just funny. Like you said, he look looking for looking for some some kind of attention. So I just Shout like, out to Gaffney, South Carolina, man. Home of good old Harry Ratchford, aka Harry Gusby. That's my guy, man. He uh one of the writers for Kevin Hart. A plastic cup boy. That nigga funny as fuck, man. Yeah, man. It'd be a lot of it'd be a lot of talent, man, coming oh, coming yeah, up out of yeah, game. Yeah, I got some yeah, y'all got some shit, South Carolina in general. Y'all got some talent, bro. Y'all got hey, some man, real talent. It's 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 coming up, man. Like it's it's been some dudes. It's been some dudes like, but then it'd be like it'd be like sneaky people, man. Like mm-hmm. like I didn't know one that I didn't know, I didn't know Chris Milton was from. I was like, yo, I had yeah. no idea Chris Milton was from here. Yeah, I just but I know um, this this year because uh, Charlemagne. Yeah, but man, shout out to Asia Wilson though. For bud. sure, man. You know WNBA champion, MVP. What 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 else you get? Offensive Player of the yeah. Year. You know what I'm saying? First team All NBA yeah, Finals MVP, averaging man. twenty and ten. You know what I'm saying? Out here balling and looking balling. good. You know what I mean? It, Shout out, wow. a matter of fact, man, shout out to Becky Hammond, too, bro. Yeah, um, man, I love Becky. First year man. coach, man, came in and won it all. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. NBA didn't yeah. give her a chance. She said, I'm going to take my talents over there to the other league. And she ran the, she ran the table with them boys. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, them with them girls. Yeah, them girls. <laughs> yeah, man, shout out to Pop, man. Pop was there. He was there to congratulate yeah. her in person. Yeah. Because uh, I, That's why I said it was borderline cheating, though. Yeah, cause like for her, to, her to be, and then this thing, dude, she won like the summer league like two years in a row. That, that's what I'm saying, bro. She was under pop, bro. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking cheating, bro. No, no, no. Was cheating? No. I'm gonna tell you who got the cheat code for real. I know this yeah. ain't no basketball podcast, y'all, but listen, Steve Kerr got the cheat code. Oh yeah, for sure. Steve Kerr played for Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. won what like three rings with him. Then he mm-hmm. goes over to San Antonio, go under pop, 
Mm-hmm. And then he gets two rings over there. Mm-hmm. And then this dude is the, the GM. No, he was the president of basketball operations for the Phoenix Suns. Yep. When Dad Tony was there, when they was mm-hmm. on their run with uh with Steve Nash and shit. Yep. And then he gets the Warriors job with two Falls of the into the Warriors spot. Yeah. <laughs> with in two the, of the, in the midst of them having the the beginning of one of the greatest basketball teams of all time. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Not only yeah. that, bro, the players that he played with is crazy. This dude played with Rodman, Pippen, Jordan, uh, Harper. He played with um, – Tim Duncan. Tim Bruce Duncan. Bowen, he played with David Robinson Ginobili, too, didn't he? Manu Ginobili, yep. Robinson, David yeah, Robinson. Like, bro. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Oh, uh, Horry, when, when he was yep. there. Robert Horry, yeah. Like, this dude, man, he really had, like, yeah, he he's that he he knows exactly what he's doing. But that's why it really didn't surprise me that they went on the run that they went on. I know a yeah. lot of people say like, you know what I'm saying, that ain't really Steve ja- I mean, that ain't really um I'm about to say Steven Jackson. That ain't really um Mark Steve Kerr's team. That's Mark Jackson's team. But I will say this. Them first couple years, that was Mark Jackson's team. From them them that third year on, that's all Steve Kerr, bro. All Steve Kerr. <laughs> That's all Steve Kerr, bro. You got to you got to get that man his credit, man. Even though I know, you know what I'm saying, they they asked the boy Mark Jackson, but it, Steve Kerr, he he doing this thing, bro. He kept that motherfucker afloat cuz goodness gracious, them boys is 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 the ones. The fact that they got the best record of all time in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? 73 and 9. Bro. Man, I mean, they on. lost that year, but but still, man. They only lose nine yeah, games in the regular on, season. Bro. This he was he a part of he he's a part of two of the yeah, greatest. Yeah, two of the greatest records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you know how dope like one as a player, and then you beat that as a coach. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. So shout out yeah. to Steve Kerr, too, man. That's that's dope. Shout yeah, out to Mark bro. Jackson, you know what I'm saying, for putting that team together. I'm getting that team, you know what I'm saying, primed and ready. Too bad that, you know, he couldn't enjoy the fruits of his labor. But I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, they, they sending him a ring every year just because, like, you know what I'm saying, you the reason. Yeah. And shout out to Kelsey Plum just because. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, what's her girl name? Uh, um, dang, what's her name? Hold on real quick. I'm about to find it. Cause she is a hooper. I just uh, found out about her uh, watching these finals too, and I didn't know she was as good as she was, bro. Like this chick is a baller. Um, uh, Gray, I forgot what her first name is. Oh she, yeah, she played with them. She played the Aces too. Her last name is Gray. She's a dog. Like yo, she was cooking. Yeah, <laughs> she, she was cooking. cooking. Final, Definitely cooking. She was cooking. That I ain't gonna lie. That was the that was the first time I've actually watched a, a WNBA finals game, and that was that was very impressive. Man, very I, impressive. I look the man. The female game, man. They just take smarter shots, man. Yeah, like they actually yeah. run an offense. Like dudes, yeah. man. We got too many dudes that want to be heroes and want to be stars. For sure, team. for sure. You know well, I will say this though. I will say this though. So, and we gonna we gonna get to the we gonna get to the, the movies and TV in a minute, y'all. But I gotta get this off my chest. Um, so I understand why people don't watch the NBA, but I also understand why people should watch the uh, the WNBA. 
I think I said that wrong the first time. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, I said the NBA. Yeah, but I, I get both sides of the argument, right? So, um, watching the WNBA finals, I understand why it should be watched. I think that it should be supported more. But that actually got me into it because this WNBA finals was pretty good. Now, the game before that, the series before that, the semifinals, it made me understand why people don't watch it because they was airballing layups. They was it was like hella turnovers. It was threes was airballed. I'm like, and it wasn't like airball like over the rim. I mean, like airball, airball, like airball. Somebody catch it, and then it's a fast break. Like people was losing the ball. So I mean, I don't know if you know what I'm saying. That's the jitters because you know what I'm saying. Now they finally getting some attention and getting that. You know what I'm saying. The acclaim that they supposed to be getting or starting to at least. But that game that was I was seeing that and I was like, yeah, I see why ain't nobody watching this. But then I started watching the finals and then I got it. Like okay, it, it's starting to. You can see. You know what I'm saying? Like they actually got some uh hoopers and some ballers there. So yeah, I think I might tune in uh next season. What's up, man? <clears throat> but um since we offer that, man, we moving forward. Let's go ahead and get into what we watching. Yes, sir. What do you got, brother? What I got, what I got. So uh, I've been seeing them promote this uh, for the last, like, two weeks. So I was like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to check it out, man. Because, like, when they showed the previews for it, I was like, yo, it looks like it might be an alright show. So what I'm watching, man, it's a Showtime show. Um, for the people that don't know, I am a huge advocate for Showtime. Like, when it, to me, as a collection – Cause like you know how on Hulu how you can have like my stuff, mm-hmm. like ninety percent of my shows on Showtime. That's like weird. Show, Showtime is that shit for me. But mm-hmm. Showtime show man, it's a show um called American Gigolo. Um, it got to do uh, I think it's uh it, you said it was John um, John Bernthal. Bernthal, you know what I'm saying he from uh he played the Punisher. Well, he's the the Punisher in the show. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, he played in um, which a lot of people say that he was the fa- their favorite character. He definitely, but he died early. In Walking Dead. And Walking um, Dead. Oh man, uh, I forget his name now. Uh, I forgot his name too. Uh, but you know, the, but they made Rick the main guy. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, man, this show is basically about um, a guy. He is basically a male sex worker, basically. Right. And how he even got the job was crazy because, like, the way the show starts, like his mom, like he stays in the trailer park with his mom uh, and his mom. His, his, his name was Shane. Shane, that's I what I can't it was. believe I forgot that. But go ahead. <clears throat> nah, y'all good. Um, but like the way the show starts is like he he is uh in the trailer park with his mom, and this lady was like, you know, hey, can you come? Uh, he's like, well, she said something about my sink is stop my sink stopped working again. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, why don't you get the one guy to come fix it? And she was like, nah, you know, he kind of does it the best. And so, like, this lady is old enough to be his mom, and Absolutely. she got him smashing in there, right? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so he's a teenager at the time. 
And I think his mom started to pick up on it, and she ended up selling her son, my guy, to this lady who basically is like the owner of some business that just has male sex workers. And so she sold her son to to them, and what ended up happening, what makes the story unique is he ended up meeting this girl and up falling in love with her. But what happens is the lady that he works for ended up well, they haven't shown this yet because I don't know who exa- exactly who done it yet because I'm mm-hmm. an episode and a half in. But he goes to jail for 15 years for killing this girl <laughs> that he was uh he was hired to smash or whatever. Oh, okay. And what happens is he's in jail for 15 years, and Rosie O'Donnell is actually the detective. I ain't seen her in something in a long time. Man. Yeah. So Rosie O'Donnell is the one that was quite it shows I the show goes back and forth. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To present time to, you know, past. And she's talking to him in the past. And she's like, yo, like, you woke up next to this dead girl. There's blood all over the place. And you're the only one there. Blah, 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 blah. So what ended up happening is this guy on his deathbed ends up admitting to doing a crime. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's in jail 15 years. Rosa O'Donnell comes back and be like, yo, this guy, he, uh, Admitted to doing a crime, you're free to go just like that. So he gets out, so then he's back out there, and he's trying to, like I said, I'm only an episode and a half in, so he's trying to like rebuild his life. Mm-hmm. And the person that he <laughs> worked for, he believes is the person who's who hired the guy to kill the girl when he mm-hmm. was on the job. So it's basically like that's really all I got right now, okay. but. It seems like it's it, it seems like it's gonna be pretty good, man. And plus, man, he's a really, really good actor, man. And, and like I said earlier, he's really busy. He's in a lot of stuff nowadays. Yeah. But um and he might be yeah. coming back to Marvel very soon. Yeah, yeah. I seen that well, I actually seen that it was it's being greenlit that uh that they're coming back with the Punisher and he's coming back as the Punisher again. Mm-hmm. So uh shout out to him with that. So uh watch uh American uh Gigolo on Showtime. Yes, sir. Um, so for me, man, listen, y'all already know I get my nerd on whenever I can. I'm super duper, super excited, man. Another um another show that they got from Disney Plus, uh, a part of the Star Wars universe. This is basically about um <clears throat> the rebels, man. Andor, you know what I'm saying? This is about the rebels going against um, you know what I'm saying, the Empire. They basically giving you what kind of happened um, in between episode three and um, Rogue One. So this is like kind of pre Rogue One. You know what I mean? Uh, If you watch Star Wars, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is basically uh, how, you know what I'm saying, the Empire kind of, you know what I'm saying, gets the the black eye um from the rebels basically they're they're gonna break down a whole thing about all of this and it's gonna lead into rogue one so we're getting another piece of um what's pretty much happening throughout the whole star wars saga and i'm super excited because it's gonna be a return of a bunch of characters that was in rogue one so we're gonna kind of see like some of their origins. We're gonna kind of see where some of them come from and how they got started in this whole thing. 
Um, we may even see some guest cameos from some people who are in the original joint. Um, I believe that they trying to do, uh, I believe they're going to try to do like a CGI thing or something like that, but we'll see, you know what I'm saying? Um, right now they got the three episode premiere that's out. So you guys go check that out. It's on Disney plus. If you are into star Wars, like I am may the fourth be with you and get to that. So, um, that's, that's it for what we watching. And uh, let's get to the feature presentation. So, listen, man. This is uh, this is one you've been waiting on for a minute, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is one you've been waiting on for a minute. And seeing how, you know what I'm saying, you've been waiting on this for a minute. I actually went, you know what I'm saying, re-watching this, realized why it won everything that it won. This movie... This may have been possibly the greatest movie ever written. <laughs> I tried to tell you. <laughs> I, I'm I'm being I'm being 100. I know I look crazy right now, but it's a reason I look like this because this movie blew me away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. No hold on. man, listen. For real though, <laughs> shout out to everybody in this cast, bro. Because goodness gracious, I really forgot how good this movie. Like sitting down and watch this is worth every minute. I'm mad at the ending too, but this is worth every minute. This movie is amazing, man. If you don't Absolutely know what we're talking I about, never touched her. We now believe Nick is involved in the disappearance of our daughter. Without a body, without a murder weapon, their only hope is a confession. You don't know anything yet? You need to tell me. How was your marriage, Nick? Are you asking me if I killed my wife? Man of my dreams. This man of mine may kill me. What about my son, Nick? This man may kill me. In her own words, this man may truly kill me. You ever hear the expression, the simplest answer is often the correct one? Actually, I've never found that to be true. All right, so hopefully we don't get flagged for that. I don't think we got flagged for the last one. But um man, listen, bro. Actually, we might have to just we might have to just start doing it that way. I think that's actually dope. Man, Ben but, Simmons do it. Ben Simmons. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> he does. No, you're right. He does. He definitely does. Excuse me, Bill Simmons. Nobody listen to JJ Reddick's podcast. No. <laughs> hey man, Ben Simmons does it too. You know what I'm saying? Bill and Ben Simmons. Um, but no, we might actually have to start doing that. Actually, I like that actually. But um, but no, seriously, this movie, uh, Gone Girl, man, this, this is woof, Jesus. I can't lie to you. I I don't even know how to put this in the words, bro. Like yeah, this, this I, movie really is that movie, though. I told you, I told you in the coming soon, classic. You was like classic. You giving it the classic, yo. Yeah. This movie is classic yo and and this time like watching it this time dude like i am literally like busting out laughing over some shit because first of all this movie is a horror movie and it's a nightmare that's number mm-hmm. one For sure. but number two just this little small shit this like when it comes to ben affleck right a lot of people used to say ben affleck was overrated and this and that i don't get the whole thing with him but like Yo, in this movie, his sarcasm is top 
notch, my guy. This yo, is the best I've ever seen this dude act. Yo, when she came, when she pulled up in that Jaguar, but all mm-hmm. bloody and shit, mm-hmm. and she came up on him, he said, you fucking bitch. bitch. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I fucking cried, but Hey, man, listen. Hey. Listen. I, I'm with him. Okay, so first and foremost, man, I, IMDb, they have this movie in the top 250 movies of all time. This ranks 185. And you got to think about that. For this movie to come out in 2014, okay, mm-hmm. that's what, it's it's only been, what, seven, eight years? For that yeah. to be one of the top 250 movies of all time, you know how much, from 19, I think the, the first movie was shown in 1922, if I believe, if I'm correct. The first picture film, in America was shown in 1922. I believe it was Birth of a Nation. It was shown in the White House. Y'all might have to go back and reread that history and, and correct me. If y'all do, uh, y'all hit us up on the socials and let me know if I'm right or wrong. But um, so from 1922 all the way to 2000, that's 100 years. Yeah. Easily. Okay. Mm-hmm. For this to be Number one hundred and eighty-five. You know how many movies come out in a in a year in the last ten years? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's 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 probably way more than one hundred eighty-five movies. So for this to be one of the best ones from nineteen twenty-two all the way to now, that's crazy. But this that's how great this movie is. This movie, as I tried to tell you, man, it was phenomenal, man. Goodness it's, gracious, it's it's so it's so good, and then it's like it's also. One of those things where it's like, what what one of the thing that was amazing about it was how she was preparing for the setup, right? They showing her watch the first forty eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> for anybody that knows about the show, first forty eight. Like for you to be sitting there watching yeah. this shit, yeah. taking notes. Yeah. You know, when you going back and you writing a diary, you know, you're going as far as like, you know, doing a spending spree on the credit card and just how she was just able to map everything out. But what was the scariest part about Maybe this? She movie? was reading Helter Skelter. Dude, yes. She she is the person that everybody in America, not even America, the world, should fear. Nigga, Snap ain't got nothing on this movie. Ain't got nothing on this. All 200,000 episodes of nothing on this woman. Yo, when he went to go talk to, when when his lawyer, and the funny thing about it was when when Tanner, was it Tanner Boat? Yeah, that's like, a, first off, that's a, that's a terrible name. name. Black man. That is terrible. There's no black man on earth named Tanner. Well, actually, it is. I got a, a mixed cousin. His name Tanner. That don't. Care. But do he got one white parent? Yes, he do. Got okay, one then. So maybe he don't count. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about two black parents. It ain't a nigga <laughs> named Tanner, bro. But um, but yeah, like when when Tanner told him to go, you know, to go, we he was like. The thing that you have to do is you have to find a way to destroy her, her mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. And so he went to go talk to a dude that she dated. 
he was like, yo, my guy, he was like, he came up on me wilding. Because he was like, he started distancing himself from her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so she comes in, she pulled my pants down, man. She started giving me a blowjob, and she's like, you know, telling me to hit it really hard. And then he was like, next thing I know, there's cops at my door saying that she was raped. And it's mm-hmm. just like, like all of the signs were there that when she don't get her way, she's not just breaking up with you. Like she is completely destroying you. And I think when it came, when it came to Nick, like Nick was actually, I mean, he had some help with Tanner, but like he knew that this whole thing was full of shit. Like he knew that it was staged from the jump, but I don't even know where to go, dude. Because there's there's so much there's so much shit that's so great about this movie. It's just, it's hard to pinpoint every everything. Like I'm getting tongue, like my tongue is getting twisted because I want to say so much shit at one Man, time, listen. but I can't get it all so out. So let's so let's break it down then. Let's break it down. So okay. basically, you know what I'm saying. Quick synopsis of this movie. So basically, you got this guy, and you know what I'm saying. He falls in love with this woman. And this woman is from a very affluent family, you know what I'm saying? They they they're uh published authors and all this other stuff, and you know what I'm saying? Basically, they make children book children's books um based off of her. <clears throat> and so, you know what I'm saying? They're very, very successful children books. Everybody apparently knows the books. And uh basically he falls in love with her, you know what I'm saying? They have this this um this super dope relationship in the beginning. And the way that the movie plays this whole thing out, this is, and I think this is really why this movie is so great is because of the way that this movie plays out. So in the beginning, you know, you see him fall in love with her or whatever. And then as, as the movie goes on, it starts to switch the points of view to make it seem as if he's, you know what I'm saying? The bad guy. And then it turns the whole thing around to show you that, it's really her. It's not him. It's her. And so, like, it give you little hints here and there. But um, so basically, they fall in love. They been together for five years. They ended up getting married and all this other stuff. And then in the midst of all this happening, um, she pretty much just disappears. Nobody knows what happened. He doesn't know what happened. He comes home. He sees that all this shit is going on. It, it, it looked like a struggle in this house and all this other stuff. And then, you know what I'm saying, he calls the police. Um, you know, they end up finding out who she is, and then they do a press conference, and then the parents get involved. And and now it was looking at first like he was just trying to find his, his missing wife. Now he's looking like a suspect. And then, then they, you know what I'm saying, start charging him, and he's about to go into court. And the next thing you know, come to find out, she pops up out of nowhere. And she plays it off like she was kidnapped. She was a victim, and <clears throat> this whole time, as we seeing all of this happy stuff going through their marriage, when they flip it around, we see that their marriage really wasn't that happy. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. see that she was kind of losing herself, and in the midst of losing herself, you know, she kind of fucked up everybody else's life, and then that's pretty much the end of it. The one thing that always threw me off about this movie when I watched it was the fact that when he's in the, uh, his sister's house talking to his sister and they having a conversation because in the it's two it's two times that they, you know, 
talking back and forth. But basically, when he's talking to his sister the first time, they in the bar or whatever, or his bar or whatever, and they talking, and him and his sister are having a conversation, and they're talking about the gifts, the, the anniversary gifts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything seems pretty cool. So, you know, she seemed like she fuck with Amy. Then when they get to the house, when they, when they get to her sister's house and they get to talking, then you kind of see that she don't fuck with Amy. So then you like, damn, that that that's a weird-ass turn. You know what I'm saying? And then as time goes on, you kind of see why she don't fuck with Amy. Amy <clears throat> really, yes, and she changed her brother. <laughs> I mean, and, and this is something else you also got uh, people got to understand. Like they're twins, yeah. So they know each other more than anybody do. And mm-hmm. she knew that Amy changed her twin brother yeah. to where he wasn't the same person anymore. And he made like this version of himself to be happy with her. And I think that that's one thing that a lot of people think that's what they want. And, mm-hmm. and and okay, how do I want to say this? Right? Okay, right. So this whole thing is going on with the Boston coach right now, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's killing this dude. Oh, Neil Long is this. Neil Long is that. Don't get me wrong. Love Neil Long. Had a crush on Neil Long. But just because mm-hmm. Neil Long is who Neil Long is, don't mean that's who Neil Long is. Ding, you know what ding, I'm saying? I said and, this real quick. I said this. Uh, earlier today, because we had we was talking about this at work, and I said this earlier today, and I said, man, it's so disappointing to see these dudes, you know what I'm saying, like, cheat on all these women that we kind of admired over the years and had crushes on over the years, because it's like, it kind of, to me at least, it kind of makes me look at them like, what's wrong with her? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, like, what, what don't, we see or what aren't we able to see that these guys see that you know what I'm saying because to us it's all glitz and glamour we don't yeah. see the arguments we don't see the fights none of that so I'm like man like because I even mentioned the whole Eric Benet Halle Berry thing I'm like yo everybody was in love with Halle Berry like bro we we used to clamor over Halle Berry she was literally the finest woman in the world and then yep. Eric Benet went out and did what he did and, and we was like yo what what's wrong with Halle Berry you know what I'm saying? Like at first, because everybody like, yo, this Eric Benet's stupid. But then eventually we was like, yo, what the hell happened to Holly Berry? So for sure, I'm with you on that one. Go ahead. Yeah, but I, I think I think that Nick, the the chase, I think that he loved the chase. And then it was like once he got into it, he's like, yo, this isn't what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And once he was in, he was already in too deep. But I think the one thing that Amy did not like, and I think that what a turn became in their relationship was when Nick and Margot mom got sick yeah. and they moved to Missouri. They lived in New York and they moved mm-hmm. to Missouri back to his hometown. I think she hated the fact that, yo, he is the man here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It showed how, you know, and then mm-hmm. she had competition. Twin sister, y'all motherfuckers can finish each other's sentences. Y'all is tight like this, and it's like mm-hmm. now you had this man all to yourself in New York. Then y'all get to Missouri, old friends popping up. You know what I'm saying? He's in his hometown, and his sister, he, him and his sister's really tight. I think that she couldn't really deal with that, and then I think that's when that damn baby talking shit start coming up. 
Because oh, I oh, I got one for I'm I totally disagree with what you talking about. Go ahead. This is okay. No, no. What's up? What's yeah, up? Why, no, why, no, listen. Finish off. Finish off. Finish off. No, no. I was just going because I just felt like, and that's another thing. The way that the movie set this up, mm-hmm. it sets it up as in Nick never wanted a baby. Right. Right. But. Nick had proof that yeah, I went to a facility uh, uh, clinic to go mm-hmm. get this shit done, and so it's the movie kind of send you, and and that's another thing about this movie. It's like you kind of you get both points of views, and it's like you have to kind of believe on what you believe because mm-hmm. they really leave this movie really open, big time for for you to think what you want to think because. The way that Amy sets it up, she sets it up as in, yo, like, he is an abusive guy who's cheating on me, and I want to have a kid, and he don't want to have one. Mm -hmm. And Nick is more like, yo, she wanted a kid, so I go to the clinic, you know what I'm saying, to see if it's me, and like, but y'all don't understand, she's a controlling bitch, and... Mm -hmm. I just really don't want to be around her anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 kind of like this whole thing where it's like you kind of you kind of choosing sides, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You definitely are. You, I mean, but you, but the movie forces you to though. Yeah, it forces you to it choose sides. Forces you to. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, it's like was Nick cheating? Like, yeah. But then you kind of look at it and be like. You know, I'm not an advocate for it, but it's like, yo, like I can see why. Like he, like she, just like, just the way that she is, and like how she was critiquing him, and and it, it, like I just, and then it's just how she was as a person. It's just like, yeah, anytime something don't go your way, you, I mean, my man, my man had to register as a sex offender. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you set this man up on rape charges because he wanted to break up with you because he distanced himself from you. Mm-hmm. Like she's a serial destroyer of men. Like, like true. I don't know, man. But but what was, what was your point? Because see, the reason I said what I said was because even though, like I said, it gives you two different points of view. Yeah, I felt that she wanted a baby because she wanted to pry his attention back to her because I think that in her eyes, if I have a baby, this is going to take him away from spending time with his sister. This is going to take him away from, you know, all of the stuff that Missouri brings. Mm-hmm. But on his point of view, for him to have a shoebox of Yo, I went to this clinic to have a baby with her, but then at the same time, I don't think he really wanted a baby with her though. Not at all. So all. that's why I say like it's it's kind of in the middle. But, but what was your thing on the baby? <clears throat> okay, so my thing is not even with the baby, just the whole. Okay, so you you were saying that them going to Missouri was the you know what I'm saying the turning point. Of course it was. So that part I do agree with you on. But I don't think that she was jealous, right? Because it's not to me. This, what I seen was it wasn't about jealousy. The thing was is that 
you get these people, and that's why I mentioned that she was from an affluent family. You get these people that live a certain lifestyle. Um, not only do they live that lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? They used to certain things. You got to remember, she was from New York, you know what I'm saying, living in New York. So all of that happens, right? She used to this big city life and all of these fancy dinners and all this other stuff. And now you have to take all that away and go to Missouri. So not only, you know what I'm saying, not only that, and you said jealousy, <clears throat> but I don't, once again, I don't think it's jealousy. I just think that she was just a narcissist because in New York, it's it was all about her. Even when, you know what I'm saying, as she was writing down the, you know what I'm saying, the setup, and even like as she was talking and she was saying how when she had mentioned them going there, she was like, you know, everything was fine and dandy until, you know what I'm saying, Mama Dunn ended up getting, you know what I'm saying, sick or whatever. And she was like, and that's when, you know what I'm saying, I started hating my life and everything took a turn. And so I think when she was writing that part of the setup, I think that that was the most honest thing that she's done throughout this whole movie. Cause she was really telling you how she felt. She was really feeling like she didn't belong. She was really feeling like she was away from what she loved. She was really feeling like not herself, you know, so she wasn't really feeling like herself. And so you gotta, you gotta think about it like this. Everything is about you here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows who you are. Everybody knows, you know what I'm saying about you. And you know, when, when you go into these, press presses and all this other stuff you know you got to sit and talk to these reporters about you know what i'm saying the stuff your parents did and all that but one of the things she did when they were at that um when they were at the thing with the books she remember they as they was going down the the covers and she was like yeah amazing amy like the way she was talking about it it was just like like damn you kind of salty that you know what i'm saying you, you know you ain't get a, she was like you know i wanted a dog but no, I couldn't get a dog. But they gave Amazing Amy the dog. Amazing Amy was a was a great, you know what I'm saying, gymnast. I couldn't be a gymnast because da-da. So, like, you kind of seen who she really was. It was like you. she was just this real salty person just about life. And she it just seemed like she was just super, super negative, bro, for no reason. And so when they find – I think once they got to Missouri and – you know what I'm saying? Now that you're away from the spotlight and you see somebody else getting that spotlight or, you know what I'm saying? Things are no longer about you. You kind of lose yourself in, in a sense. Right. So it's like you're not around your family no more. You're around his family now. And yeah, you can kind of get lost in that. You know what I'm saying? You don't really got no friends. But at the same time, she was real. She was like real shut in. So it wasn't like she was trying to make friends because even when she was talking about the one lady that, that was like down the street, she was like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? You got to coerce the idiot neighbor. And like just yeah. the way she was talking, like she just seemed like she felt like she was above everybody, you know what I'm saying, in that town or whatever. So seeing how she was there, it was like you really get the picture of this real snooty, snobby person that's, you know what I'm saying, that has to actually come down a peg and, and live a normal life. And she even used like to, she even used that to her advantage. Right. Cause she was saying how the bar was in her name, the house was in her name. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All the stuff was basically in her name. Like she basically used all her money to do all this. And on top of that, 
she's always been this spoiled brat. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned the thing about the boyfriend, how the one boyfriend, you know what I'm saying, kind of abused her. Well, he we find out he ain't really abuse her. You know what I'm saying? How the one boyfriend was kind of stalking her. We find out he wasn't even really stalking her. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just she was she was so used to getting attention and everything is me, 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 me. She was just a super selfish person. And now that you can't be selfish anymore, like now you want to take you you rather see everything burn down than to, you know what I'm saying, help it flourish and help it grow and just be a part of something. If it's not about you, it, it, it's either your way or the highway. That's the type of person she was. And then also, like, the whole thing of, like, both of them, like, losing their jobs at the same time, right? Yeah, the recession was like, crazy. So then, like, they both lose their job. And then she's like, yo, my parents is going through a tough time, so I'm going to let them get some of, like, my fund or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, yo, how much? She was like eight hundred thousand. He's like, whoa! Like, so you telling me we both lose our jobs, and you're giving your parents eight hundred thousand dollars? And he, she was like, yeah, but it's trust is theirs. It's their money. It's their creation mm-hmm. of you know amazing Amy and shit. And it's just like to now they was able to talk themselves out of that situation, but it was just like I think when it came to Nick, like. It shows them in in one argument where she comes home and yeah, he, you know, he, he this is the thing. Okay, right, ladies, listen. Just because my man was at home playing video games and he had Chinese food there, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean he wasn't gonna throw the Chinese food away. Mm-hmm. He just haven't got to that point of the game where he wanted to pause it to throw the food away. All right, that's just one. Maybe he do wasn't done game. eating it. That's also another possibility. You know what I'm saying? Nobody thinks about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe my nigga still wanted to eat the Chinese food. Yeah. And so she, she is like, yo, you 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 bought another video game. He's like, yeah. She was like, he bought a a, a, a laptop. What is a laptop for? And he was like, you know, because I wanted to do such and such. And she's like, so we need to be careful on our spending. He's like, how are you going to tell me to be careful on our spending and you give your parents $800,000 and you come getting on, on me about a video game? Come on, man. And it's like, come on, like, do you really hear what you're saying right now? And then, like, the whole, and this is something else. The prenup bothered him. Mm-hmm. He did it because she asked for it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you bring up something like that in an argument that didn't have nothing to do with nothing, mm-hmm. you had a problem with it in the beginning. Yeah. So, like, he did things for Amy that he probably necessarily didn't want to do, and she didn't probably view it that way because she always, other than the things that she was dealing with with her parents, like you just mentioned, like the, she didn't get a dog, but amazing Amy got a dog. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like she pretty much got what she wanted. Yeah. And in this situation, she wasn't getting what she wanted. And like you said, she acts like a spoiled brat. 100%. But the go to the links that she went to in this movie, my guy, it's like, oh my God. Like, yo, she completely murdered a guy. But the, in the in worst all, way. In the worst, yo. First of all, <laughs> okay, okay, before we get there, yo, speaking of names, they really named my girl Detective Rhonda Boney. Yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) 
That's what I say, bro. That was, that was crazy, bro. All the great writing that they did, they just it's like they it's like when it came to names, like they just lost all their creative juices. For it was sure. just like they just they just lost everything. They was like, yeah, we came up with this great story. You know what? It's like this is what they were doing. They were sitting there, like they had a blank on names. Like, you know how you could be like writing something and then it's just like you're trying to think of like an adjective to describe something right. or whatever. <clears throat> so you're like, I'm going to leave this blank, but I got something. I did, I'm going to keep writing. And mm-hmm. it's like they go back and all of the creative juices is gone. And it's just like, oh, 100%. That's what they did with names. Like mm-hmm. they just skipped all the names and just well, like, this is, came. this is off of, this is based off a book though. Yeah, it's based off a novel. Like, so whoever yeah. wrote the novel is just, they just wasn't. That's good what, that. man, listen, that's why I said, bro, like, uh, his name is Gillian Flynn. The fact that he wrote this, bro, like he he's literally automatically put into the best writers ever. Yo, because I can imagine if the movie was this good, what the book was like. I'm thinking that there's some kind of personal shit going on here. This, Maybe some of this shit cannot be made up, yo. Hey man, listen, the the <laughs> the genius of all this, bro. Like so. This chick, she goes back, right, and she finds the Desi dude, the dude that they said was stalking her. She finds this Desi dude and uses him as a pawn in this whole plot and kills him and gets off with it scot-free. Scot-free. You know what I'm saying? And then and then the crazy part about it was they they were a couple in high school, but I think that what she was looking for in the man wasn't him. Like she liked the money that he had and the money that he came from and all of that stuff. But I think that she just did not she didn't feel him in that way. He was the dude that was always in the friend zone, right? She always friend zone, my guy. But to do it in that fashion of like even the setup. Okay. She is like for her to know about he when they when she first got with him. We gotta go back though. Mm-hmm. So when she did the whole little thing. You know, buying a cheap car, all this type shit. So she buys this little place. Cause see, her whole thing was she just she what she wanted is exactly what Nick did. That's yeah. number one. Okay, she never wanted Nick to go to jail. She mm-hmm. wanted to be with Nick, but she wanted Nick to go back to the guy that he was beforehand, which is kind of crazy because you know your man is cheating on you, but you just you do all of this shit to get back together, but that's a whole other thing. But so she is out put putting with her neighbors, mm-hmm. and this bitch get all excited because she got it in, dropped her fucking uh uh what they call them things, go around your waist fanny pack, fanny she pack, dropped yeah. her fanny pack, and they're like, yo, but and for them to have, they got great eyes, twenty twenty vision, my guy. Mm-hmm. They was like, yo, that's a lot of money right there because she picked it up pretty damn fast. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's just mostly single. So all, anyway, they rob her. So that fucks her whole plan up. Mm-hmm. So then she had to get him involved. But 
for him to say like, yo, like everything is recorded here, this, that, this, that, you ain't got to worry about nothing, all of this shit. So for her to walk up on my dude, give him a kiss, bite his lip, all this type shit, rips up his shirt. Because you're thinking the first time you see this shit, like, like what the fuck is she doing? That made yeah. no sense. And for her to think that through knowing that the camera's going to have him walking out the house with his shirt ripped and he got, you know what I'm saying, maybe a little blood on his chin, whatever mm-hmm. case may be. And for her to pour fucking wine on her shirt and then run up to a window and start screaming like she just got with raped. The, with the thing tied around her damn ankle. Like she's been tied up. And then, when he's on his way home, for you to sit there and get get prepared now, you know what I'm saying? You get the wine bottle. You know <laughs> Yo. She is the most like, she is the it's most diabolical, bro. She she is the definition of diabolical. Yes. She sticks the wine bottle up in there, getting herself ready. You know what I'm saying? Getting it all loose, so you know what I'm saying. So she can have my man smash and then slit his throat as soon as he comes. She did not have to let that man come. But then not only Yo, did he come on top, she didn't have his to throat. do none of that. Yo, she, she just threw him in his sleep. Then she throws him down. And while he's bleeding out, she's still grinding on top of a dude while he's bleeding out. And shout out to the makeup people because that shit was that that shit realistic as hell. That shit looked really realistic. Yeah. That's the best blood I've yeah. seen in like since uh 80s horror movies. That mm-hmm. shit was phenomenal. That was that scene, man, like that is like the definition of crazy. But I love how Detective Boney was interrogating her ass when she first came back. Oh, uh, that, ch- that she, little chess match? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great chess match, man. Yeah. Great chess match. Well, it's so funny because like throughout this movie, you see Detective Boney like kind of pretty much putting Nick on the on the hot seat. Or doing her best to put Nick on the hot seat. Even um, what's dude's name? Hold on, hold on. Uh, Officer Gilpin. He was the same way. Like he was all. He was all. He bought in early. He was like, oh, yeah, "Yeah, this dude did it. This dude. There's no way he didn't do it." So now they got this. They got this whole town thinking that. I mean, she basically ruined this dude's life. They got this whole town thinking that he murders his wife. Then she pops up out of nowhere. Talking about she got kidnapped and all this other stuff. They do all this. They do everything that first and foremost for her to do this extensive ass research the way she did it was crazy. Because like she had this shit down to a T. Like she knew, <laughs> she knew how to set this shit up. She knew how to make shit look like it was a, a fake. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a fake setup or whatever. Like the the whole taking the blood and putting it on the floor and half-ass cleaning it up. I'm like, yo, she really did some research. Yeah, but what fucked her up was getting robbed. Mm-hmm. That threw a monkey wrench into everything for the simple fact of now that story makes no sense. Yep. Because how he would have had time to... Because the thing is, when she staged it, when she turned over the thing, Mm-hmm. That picture fell. She put the yep. picture back. Even the detective, yep. like, she jumped and the pictures fell. Mm-hmm. So she's like, 
So somebody obviously left this glass here, flipped this table over, flipped the picture back, and yep. then they went to clean up the uh, the living room. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the kitchen. So now that story makes no sense now because yep. he wouldn't have had time to clean up the place if exactly. he kidnapped her. Exactly. So that's what Detective... And then Detective Bonner was always optimistic. She was like, that Gillian was like he was on board. Like he well, yeah, after a while, after a while, he just thought it was. But see, that, and I think that's why, like when she had went back to his dad's house, and she was trying to figure out like what he was in there looking for and everything else, and they start finding all the stuff. Then she was like, "All right, some of this shit just don't. It ain't making it any ain't sense." Up. First off, where's the body? Because this had to be a murder because we see all his blood. So where's the body? We we can't find the body. Then on top of that, you was gone this morning out by whatever the beach was. She didn't even go that way. She went somewhere else. So yeah. that wouldn't even make sense. So I think even in the even in the end, them robbing her kind of saved her whole plan. I think it ruined her plan because when when it comes to how she set everything up, she first of all she set everything up perfect. Except, the for, reason, except for the, the body part because because this is what fucked it up I think with her getting robbed and having to go to old dude I think that fucked everything up because now the stage kidnapping don't match anymore well see this is the thing though if you if you go if you think about it it was never this it was never a, she never set it up to stage a kidnapping she set it up to stage a murder because her whole plan was to get him to basically get caught up, go to jail, and get the death penalty. That's what the whole blood thing was for. Because now it just looked like he killed his wife. Because mm-hmm. once they found, because she knew they was going to have to see the blood and all that. She knew they was going to find that part. She knew they was going to bring in the light. She knew they was going to see how the blood mopped up. So then, and now it's, it went from a kidnapping to a murder. So now they got to investigate the murder. But that's why I said them, them, Robin her saved it because remember she said that I'm going to take these pills and then I'm going to jump in the lake and then they'll they'll find my body and yeah. then they'll say that he killed so he was going that's what that was her whole plan. Her getting robbed though messed that all up because now I mean not messed it all up, but her getting robbed actually saved it because now she didn't have to kill herself. Now the thing she had to do was go to do, set him up, now make it now it actually looks like, you know what I'm saying, a kidnapping. But that was after he went on TV and said the shit that she wanted him to say, which another thing that makes her diabolical mm-hmm. is he was like, yo, I was just saying that shit so I didn't go to fucking jail. And mm-hmm. she believed it. And it was just like why would you want to be with someone that just saying what you want to hear? Like when he did the interview, the whole interview was to save his life, his interview. Yeah. And the interv- he said what you wanted to hear so you could come back. So it would save his life. But for her to go to the links though, man, to, to do the things that she did mm-hmm. because shit's not going your way. Like, dude, it is, it is fucking like, that is horror at its best. Bro, that just like, shows you the power that a white woman has, bro. This is very true. Because a black woman, they would have never gave a fuck about it like that. Well, also, it, it was to her advantage that she 
well, at least her parents was famous. I mean, she was famous too, yeah. but if she because look how quickly they did a they did a press conference the next day. Well, I mean, when when yeah, when it yeah, was yeah. when she was technically missing, right? Like it never happens that fast. They always tell you and you have to wait like forty eight hours. Really, yeah, that, that's, I was just about to say that too because I'm like, it wasn't even two days before they did the press conference. Yeah, it was one day they did the press conference. Yeah, and it's just like. And then for her to be smart enough to go over to the dad's house, change the allure to where he didn't know the fucking passcode. Well, he knew it, but she just changed it. You know what I'm saying? Changed everything. And, it's just like, and she knew the cops was going to show up. Yeah, and she knew the cops were going to show up, and she knew that they was going to find that thing halfway mm-hmm. burned. But like, but like they said, for her, for her last entry to say, I think he may kill me, and then you actually quote-unquote dead, the shit was too perfect. And Tanner yeah. said that. He was like, yo, like, Tanner knew he, the great thing about how they did Tyler Perry's character was mm-hmm. how brilliant they made him. Yeah. Like, he was like, yo, like, this is what I do. He was like, I know, because he went on TV saying, like, yo, if you ever need a lawyer, you need to hit me, because this mm-hmm. is what I do. He 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 saw the bullshit right off the rip. Yeah. He knew Amy wasn't dead. Right. And he knew Amy wasn't kidnapped. The mm-hmm. whole fucking time. Now, when it comes to when it comes to uh, Detective Boney, I think she had an inkling of like something's not adding up here. Well, I think it was after after she started doing all the investigation. I mean, after she furthered the investigation and kept going, I mean, she had to be like, all right, something ain't adding up because this dude is way too cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then after all this evidence is pointing against him, like, he way too cool for this to, you know what I'm saying, most times, some shit get that close, motherfucker run off and just get up out of there, or, you know what I'm saying, or, or they start acting erratic or something, but he never changed his demeanor, he was always who he was in this whole situation, you know what yeah, I'm saying, which- so even, even when he was doing, like, the weird shut up, like, shut, you know what I'm saying, he was shutting down and kind of standoffish, even still, though, that seemed like who he was. Yeah, but first of all, the fake Nancy Grace was mm-hmm. a great. That's touch. hilarious. Yeah, that is hilarious. That was hilarious. Because if anybody know who Nancy Grace is, like she is the overreactive of the all overreacting women, and she's in annoying crime well. drama TV. Yes, and for them to have a fake version of her, that shit was mm-hmm. hilarious. But I hate to say this, but Nick showed some white privilege because. For your wife to be missing or dead, whatever, presumed to be dead or missing, mm-hmm. and there is a diary saying that you got this attitude, that you was abusive and all this shit, for you to be throwing glasses on the floor with his cops sitting there, it's just like, yo. Because think about this. But I think I think that kind of saved him too, though, because you got to think about it. In the midst of all this stuff going on, and they showing him all this stuff. Yeah, but you seen it. He like, yo, yeah, like, yo, y'all should be looking into this. And they ain't doing it. You would be a re- you would be pissed off in real life. I mean, so for him to smash that, I think that's another reason the detective was like, well, maybe this motherfucker really ain't do this. Yeah, and, and that's why it was so great. Like, it was so great to see the scene where when they were sitting, like, when Amy was, like, they saw Amy on the news talking to these reporters. Mm-hmm. And like so, uh, Nick was sitting there with his sisters, uh, Tanner and uh, Detective Boney. Yeah, and it was just like, yo, like 
she admitted, like his sister was like, yo, she admitted to murder. He's like, yeah, after she made me strip naked and get in the shower with her. Yeah. He was like, yo, he said, yo, y'all need to get a reality TV show. He For said, sure. because this, he's like, y'all two under the same roof. And then like Detective Boney was put in a situation where she was like, yo, I'm off the case. He said, because now I'm in trouble for mm -hmm. arresting you for murder when this bitch wasn't even dead. Exactly. So it's like, I can't get nowhere near this now. Mm -hmm. But it's just to, when you see the reveal, when everybody's looking at Nick, they're like, yo, like, well, I feel bad for you. Like, this is, and then, no, this is the part that tripped me out. So her first night home, right after they got out of the shower and shit, he tucked her in. And she said something about uh, about a baby or something. Mm -hmm. And she and she's like, uh, we still can and patting the bed and shit. Yeah. Bitch. You telling me that you was raped. You just slashed the dude. You just killed dude. You just killed somebody and you think I'm gonna get in this bed and fuck you? You out your goddamn no, mind. No, I don't care about that. You think I'm gonna get in this bed? You think I don't even want to be in this house with you? <laughs> Apparently, you, you are you are the most dangerous person in America at this point, bro. I don't want nothing to do. That nigga went in the room and locked the door and didn't go well, to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. That nigga was terrified, boy. He was I mean, terrified. terrified. Yeah, he, I mean, was, terrified. he was going through it. And then for her to go to the clinic and go get his damn sperm, my guy, and man, impregnate herself, on, that was, man, I'm talking about, you want to talk about a new level of craziness? Psychopath. Yeah, psychopath. She is the death, like literally, like her pictures in the dictionary right now. All the all forms the dictionary, the urban mm -hmm. dictionary, everything. Mm -hmm. She's on the, the chicken head joint. You know what nah, I'm saying? That, like that ain't chicken head. Like, that <laughs> is that is a, a scorned woman. Man, that that man, Jeez. that is crazy. And for her, and then to want him to go around and like fake it and shit, it's just like he was like, yo. I am leaving you. <laughs> she was like, "No, the fuck you ain't." Like, yeah, she, you, dude, she, this nigga didn't stand a hey. chance. Then, then, I ain't gonna lie. I think at that after this whole after that whole situation, he found out that nigga was just scared at that point, bro. Yo, when he went to talk to his sister, but she was hurt. I mean, I mean it really was wasn't hurt. nothing he could do, bro. Yeah, he was in a no nothing short of actually really killing her in real life. There was nothing he could do, bro. Yeah, because now it's to a point where all eyes are on y'all. Now, he was smart enough to say, like, yo, when all these cameras leave, like, I'm leaving you. But then, mm -hmm. like, she ended up knowing I have to do something. So well, yeah, goes, see, that, that's what I ain't like either. He was talking too much. He, yeah. He's supposed to play. That's when you're supposed to, you're supposed to be at the same level as her. All right, you're going to play weird. I'm going to play weird, too. I'm going to play it off. You know what I'm saying? And when yeah. you ain't paying attention, I'm pack my bags and I'm getting out of here. Yeah, he yeah, he, you don't you don't a woman like that, you don't tell her your plan. Like bro, I'm a I'm a drive off like I'm going to get some coffee and I'm out of there. <laughs> that should be all over the news. Up. Nick Dunn leaves his wife after the tragedy. I hey man, look, I'm about to write this book. 
she that notebook she bought me for her anniversary. I'm gonna write all my shit in that book, and I'm gonna sell this book. This bitch is different. Oh yeah, like it, Nick definitely has uh uh what they call it a New York a New York Times bestseller for for sure. 17, 18 straight weeks because That's if cool. he put in all the shit that he went through mm-hmm. throughout all of that shit, and then tell them the truth, like yo. This girl came back wanting me to smash her the first night that she came back and mm-hmm. then telling me about about fucking we're going to hold hands in this interview. It, just the way that she micromanaged him. But to go back to what I was saying, when when he was sitting there telling his sister, she was like, he was, she was like, you want to stay with her. And it was just like, I think that the way he looked at it, no matter if I impregnated her the way, you know, either way, it's, it's his child. He was like, I can't leave my child only with this person. Yeah, I can't. No. Like, I, I, like, and I think that within time, his sister would understand, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can't leave that child with Amy. Like, that exactly. child is going to be even worse off than she is. Mm-hmm. So, I, I get it, but that's one of those things where people be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I stayed because of the kids. Mm-hmm. This is one of those situations like, I I, I get it, but I mean, dude, I, I could never because the thing yeah. is you're always looking over your shoulder with this one. For sure. And then you want to talk about this is, this ain't even walking on eggshells. My God, this is you remember Pins those videos? Needles. Man, you remember those uh those video I don't know if you ever saw them, those videos of like uh it's like these bridges in like um in China or Japan or whatever. Oh, where it just be it's all little, glass. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's what that for shit sure. is because that that's 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 probably I'm sitting here trying to think of all the movies that I've seen and, and it's like that has to be the worst living situation possible. 100%. Because you can't say nothing. But the thing about Nick, though, like the way he slammed up against that wall, I don't know, my guy. I don't know. After after what I see, she was capable of. Yeah, uh, I don't know that. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Nick. But that's that's a little bit. Uh, she couldn't cook for me. She couldn't clean. She couldn't do nothing with me, bro. We just be two people living in the house. That's it. I really wouldn't even be there. I'd be. Hey, man, I'm going to the bar. I see you in a minute. On the way, I'd be there. I find me a trucker. I'd be a trucker or something. I'm not doing that, man. I'm talking about this. This man, yo, this this shit is scary. Yeah. And that's and that's what's so great about this movie is is the fact of like if if somebody goes to that length of like to keep her husband, mm-hmm. that's the that's the craziest part about this. Yeah, like. She was being cheated on by a girl half her age. And she's just like, yo, I don't want to be with nobody else. So I'm going to do all of this shit. Like, I'm I'm lost with the words that I'm trying to say, but it's just like. She took it too goddamn far. That's the words. Just go cheat back. You ain't got to go through all this shit, though. This shit is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, God, the, 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 damn. To do all of that because you get cheated on that? Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's super crazy. That that's we gotta find a new word for it. It ain't even crazy. 
Bro, M.A. Udoka is, is is easily getting off the hook right now. <laughs> dude, and the more and more that come out, dude, now they're saying this is multiple girls. They said, uh, yeah, they, said it's, they said one girl is a person that works for the organization's wife. Yeah, I've seen that. That's the one he had, had the relationship with. Man. They saying another one, with, it was uh, unwanted uh, sexual, uh, sexual attention. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. But uh, she's. Yeah. We don't have to do a fire flames, do we? Nah, we already know. It's a five, man. God damn, five. it's a five. Sorry, guys. I know, I know, y'all used to it, but it's a five. Man. <laughs> it's a five. Ain't, it ain't no need to even go through all that. This shit is. This shit is amazing. This whole story was amazing. The way they set it up and, and actually put it into the screen for real life, it was truly amazing. I mean. If you if you are if you if this is your first time watching this and you just following the story, you don't know nothing about this, you are going to be um like you are going to be shocked and awed at how great this was put together. The fact that they had you believing, like I mean, even the way every like I said, the way that everything is set up, they had you believing that Ben Affleck character Nick really killed his wife. Or really did something to his wife. Then we find out that he didn't really do nothing to his wife. His wife is a psychopath. And then you see that she's really the bad guy. She's killing people and shit, lying and writing stories and diary uh, entries about it. And then at the end of all of it, she gets away with it. This Yo. Is, yeah. This this movie well, was fire, what, fire. What's her name? Is it Rosemont Pike? Yep, Rosemont Pike. Yep. For her to play this role... Yo, play, I care. Uh, I care about you. Yeah, so you, yeah. I just yeah. said, yo, she does this shit way too good. Way too good. I don't know yeah. if I want to meet her in real life. No, 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 nothing to do with her. Yeah, so uh, she she plays this role way too well because she done it before. Yeah. But yeah, man. And then like to me, this was like not that Ben hasn't done good movies. Ben done good movies. Like you know, what I'm saying like he was good. And uh, what we what did we do? Um, when they was a uh, robbing shit, um, it's a bunch of them. Yeah, but like we, the town, the town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he killed it in the town and shit. But like this movie, no, no, this was this was his best work, dude. Like the all time, like when they was when they had um when they was sitting at like that last press conference when they well not press conference but they was finna do an interview and like and she she had the smile on her face and she was like mm-hmm. kiss me on the cheek. And he ain't even kiss her. Like he, he just made the kiss her. Hey, I was like, motherfucker, I like yo. Yeah, this yeah. dude is the best. Like that was one of the like the, the scene where he was like, "You fucking bitch." Mm-hmm. And and then when he um, and then when she said, "Kiss me on the cheek," and my man leaned over and just made the kiss sound and didn't even get close. No, to her he face. called her a bitch. He called her a bitch right there too. Yeah, yo. That shit is hilarious. Yeah, that sure. shit is hilarious. But yeah, this this movie, man. This I tried to tell you, man. You thought I, and, no, you you yeah, I, I was wrong yo, about that when you was right. Gone, there. Gone Girl was one of those movies that was like originally like on the list for like, I mean for a long time. Like yeah. I've been wanting to do this for a long yeah. time, and we didn't even touch. Like we leave, like, we left out like eighty five percent of this shit. Like sure. there's so much more shit that really goes on in this. But I think the new way that we do it now, like like more personal stuff, more conversational yeah. stuff, is better than breaking down the movie. But, but it, this this is one that you just really gotta watch, though, bro. You got yeah. to. 
You got to. Yeah, the, yeah. This is one of those ones where we we strongly suggest if you've never seen this, and even if you have and you only seen it one time, mm-hmm. go back and watch that shit again because there's gonna be some shit that you probably didn't catch the first time. Yeah, and it's just like you know this movie is wow, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, man. So um, let's get into the coming soon, bro. Yes, sir. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. So this next one, man, we're doing an appreciation to one of the greatest actors out there. You know what I'm saying? Still doing it, actually. Still out here doing this thing. Um, the great Don Cheadle, man. We're going to go out and, you know, get a man his flowers and pop champagne for him and do all the great stuff, bro. Well, I'm 56 years old. Damn! <laughs> hey, bro. hey, that is the all-time clip. No, but um, I'm gonna yeah. tell you how great of an actor he is, though. The what made the what made that moment so funny ain't the fact that <laughs> Kevin Hart was like, "Damn!" It was yeah, it was Don Cheadle's reaction to Action it because <laughs> he just stopped and looked at him like, "Really?" <laughs> then he was like, "He was like, I didn't mean it like that." He's like, "No, no, 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 you." Don't worry about that. We'll get a we'll get a survey of everybody after we get done here. Like Don Cheadle, like I've heard him in interviews, like not like you know what I'm saying, like the setup interview. I'm talking about just like regular interviews where he kicking it with people he cool with. He did yeah. he did a couple of them, um, not just with Kevin Hart, but he did it with um, Kevin Hart's radio show. And Don yeah. Cheadle, bro, for real, he's funny. I, that would not surprise dude got a no. dude got a nice he got a good sense of humor, bro. Like he's really funny, so it's it's gonna be fun. Um, it's definitely gonna be fun doing this one, bro. Yeah, man, and and his his resume, woo wee, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's it's some bangers on there, bud. Yeah, definitely bangers sure. on there. So yeah, man, I'm glad that we're singling out somebody like him because I think that he's he's like one of those guys that. You know, I hate to say it, but some of my reasons slept on. It's like big time. You, you know, it's like people don't really bring him up when they talk about great actors. And I'm, yeah. you know, I'm guilty of that myself because sometimes I'd be forgetting about him. But we're definitely going to give him his followers on the Views Anonymous podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you guys stay tuned for that episode, man. We bringing it to you on the next one. And uh, listen, if you guys like this, if you guys love this movie, Gone Girl, as much as we do, or if you haven't seen it and you want to, uh, you know what I'm saying, check it out and then hit us up, tell us about it later, feel free to do so, man. Hit us up on those socials, on IG and on uh, Twitter, at ViewAnonPod. You could also hit us up on Facebook at VAPod Watch Group. And then um, as far as me, you can find me on Twitter, at Scoots Bronson. I got a link tree in the uh, bio. You could click that link and find me everywhere else. Yep, y'all can find me at uh, Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is just on IG. Uh, follow the podcast, uh, 28 Minutes or Less Pod. Well, no, just 28 Minutes or Less. I will be having something coming to you soon. You know what I'm saying? Going into uh, the second week of the Fox Catcher, uh, Prince of Pennsylvania. So I'm about to have something new coming out for y'all. So be on the lookout. Also, Four three podcast, man. Tomorrow, Saturday, 10.30, man. Get ready. Yeah, yeah 10.30. I don't know why I said tomorrow, because it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, so once you, once this is out, the podcast is going to be 
you know what I'm saying, out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the audio, the video, all that shit, y'all be able to go back and you know watch, yep. watch it, listen, and all that type of stuff. So, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got. That's right, man. And like you said, man, four three Saturdays, ten thirty. You can catch us on all the um the four three socials. It's always live there. And then um, last but not least, uh, if you are into fantasy football and you want to join the fantasy football league, but you don't want the co- the real commitment of a fantasy football league, make sure you hit us up on the social so you can join the FanDuel league. It's weekly. It's only a dollar. You can win you some money. You can have some fun. And if you do win, you also get uh, the high praise of the week. Uh, shout out to S Dot because he won last week's. Uh, um, he won on last week's tournament board. So this week is a new one. Getting it set up. Fourteen spots available. You know what I'm saying? You can get in there, have some fun, see if you can beat the host, and uh, that's it, man. So until the next episode. You know what I'm saying? We catch y'all. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. It's always greatly appreciated. Uh, Like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.